Listener Production. This is the Rush Hour with AB and Elliot's podcast. AB, because producer Luke is a slave driver, he has us working during our holidays, which we're both thrilled about as we count down some of our favourite moments and favourite bits of 2023. Well, we're definitely not going to make any good stuff now because we're both emotionally and physically checked out for the year. I did that in about August, uh, but we we, we powered through. Uh, What we're going to look at today is our favourite moments from a segment called The Perfect Ten. Now, how this works is that we take your stories, some cracking ones, some shit ones too, um, and essentially you tell us the best tale you might own. Maybe it was one that you was told over a campfire or handed down from generation to generation. It could be, you know, wrestling a emu or, you know, getting stabbed by a smaller person. I, I don't know. Whatever the tale might be, <laughs> we would score them out of ten and it was so hard to find a tale that we'd both give a ten. Yeah, well, it took near... Nearly a year and a half for us yeah. to even reach the elusive 10. Mm. And that story is going to be shared with you next, as well as some other ones that yeah. got pretty well, bloody close. Well, you know what I think we should do is um, we'll finish on the very best one. The, the story that finally got a 10, that'll be right at the end of this. We'll lead up to some of our favourites uh, right throughout. As you know, regional Queenslanders are the loosest, not just in Australia, oh, but in the world. People don't uh, call from other states, by the way. I've worked in radio in other states. They don't, hmm. they don't want to tell you stuff. They're private. They used to call me, but my show wasn't shit. Anyway, enjoy the best of the perfect 10. You can catch us at Listener anytime you like. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. The perfect 10, the perfect 10. They're just as true as they were way back when. I don't know, he's a billionaire. Well, actually, I was um, thinking about stealing it. My finger was on the floor of the boat with blood everywhere. But they said, you may not walk again. He thought I was Deborah Malman. We are still... 16 months later, AB, searching for Queensland's greatest ever story, a tale that is, I mean, so full of wonderful detail and so well told that both of us have to agree that it's a 10 out of 10, not an 8, not a 7, a 9.9. Queensland's best ever story, the perfect 10, still eludes us. And as you said, the delivery is the big thing as well because you can have an absolute ripper of a yarn, Mm. but tell it badly, drag it on, or tell it too short. Don't butcher it. Andrew and Zilzy, this afternoon, it is your chance, mate. Tell us your story and tell it well. About 15 years ago, I was driving a truck up uh, up north, left the sunny coast and uh, got up to this little town and stayed in a dodgy motel overnight. Now, I was pretty tired, so I wasn't paying too much attention, but walked into the bathroom and threw my towel over the door, over the, over the sliding shower door. As I finished my scrub, went to dry myself off, I grabbed the towel and pulled it. And with it, Junkie's needles come down at full force and went straight into my tackle. <laughs> straight in. Like, not, not just grazed. In for like 30 seconds, the needle went straight in. <laughs> oh. And, uh, yeah, so, so yeah, it's in, in for a good 30 seconds. And uh, life, life flashed before my eyes, as you would expect. And, uh, yeah, then it just kind of, everything sort of tilted to the side and it slid out. <laughs> and uh, so I've, I've, you know, naturally I've just pale, I've freaked out. I'm like, my, my life's over, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in trouble here. But, uh, no, thankfully, you know, did a, finished up the job and uh, rang the boss. He, he rolled around on the floor for about an hour laughing at me. Yeah, my my mates don't say better better than a poke in the eye with a sharp stick. They say better than a needle in the dick. <laughs> I got that right. 
Andrew, Andrew, in what world did you not go straight to the hospital after getting a junkie's needle in your bits? Well, well, so I made a few phone calls and they said, well, it it wouldn't be, there'd be nothing there to test. So they had to test every every week for the next... Say three months or something yeah. like that. One once a month. No side effects except for when techno music's on. The the old fella decides he likes to dance. <laughs> oh, Andrew, oh I, I can't even begin to imagine how much time must have stood still when you Absolutely. when it first pierced yeah. the skin and you look yeah. down at it. I do get the comments of, "So are you uh, well well hung, or are you just really unlucky?" I'm like. <laughs> I'd like to pick the first one, but unfortunately, <laughs> that that is that is all luck, and it was all bad luck. <laughs> that is. Uh, Amy and I are moving across to the judges' table. This is where we score each tale out of 10. 16 months on. Today, do we have the perfect 10? Uh, AB, why don't you kick us off? Oh, my. Okay, not only was that a great story, but it was delivered so well. Yep. So many great jokes as well in there too, Andrew. That is undeniably a 10 for me. Wow. Ten. Fantastic. It's a great story. It's a great story. Look at that. A lot of people yep. turn up at my old work and yep. there'll be customers. I'll, I'll be standing behind the counter and people that know me walk in and go, hey, needle dick. <laughs> And you're like, for those who don't know, there's yeah. more context yeah. than what you would know. Yeah, so, so then I've got to explain the story all over again. Yeah. Uh, it's superb, oh, Andrew. clapping. But I know you'll respect me for holding on for something else. Nine. It's a nine out of ten. It's 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 fantastic. It's you as hate close joy. As you I don't, well, to be honest, a needle Nothing through my bits is, is not joy to me. Andrew in Zilzi, certainly right up there with the best we've ever heard, mate. Thank you so much. Thanks, mate. Glenna and Gladstone, this afternoon, it is your time to shine. Tell us your story. Oh, it was about 15 years ago now, and we're down at a place called The Bedrooms. It's sort of on the north end of the Gold Coast, and we used to catch a few sand crabs in this little drain out near a little island called Dinner Island. We'd pump some yabbies to the local bait shop. And I had this bloke, and he used to, like, if I ever caught an eel in the crab, he buy it off me, this Asian fella, and we used to do a bit of a deal. And I got this thumping big eel in a crab pot one time. I thought, right, I'll get this into this 20-litre mayo in that bucket. And I had my son, my mate, and his daughter in the boat, and the kids are about seven or eight. I said, look, go down the back of the boat and wait there while I sort this eel out. So I'm up the front, and this thing stood up like a bloody cobra out of the bucket and was striking at me. And I'm fending it off with the crab pot, and the two kids are just pissing themselves, laughing, <laughs> my mates roaring, laughing too. And I'm squealing, and it was sort of Getting into winter, you know, so it's a bit fluey as well. And I actually, I didn't have any budgie smugglers on that day, and I did a little cough and a bit of a follow through because it was pretty scary too, you know. And then the eel turned around. He was actually about a metre into the water, and there's still about a metre of him in the bucket, you know. I shouldn't even try to tackle him, but um, yeah, it wasn't the best day. Hang on, hang on, bonus. <laughs> so just to, because a lot happened there quickly. <laughs> so just to unpack, it was a live eel that kept striking at you, and through a little bit of fear, you, you. Oh, I had a little follow through. You, poo- you pooed your say, pants. You, know, you like, rushed yeah. over you, that quickly. You pooed your pants. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. No. I love that. How now, brown cow? Well, it wasn't, you know, it was a bit embarrassing in front of the kids, but uh, they still tell it. It's a pretty memorable story, but I've never tried to keep an eel since. <laughs> 
we're uh, we're just moving across to the judges' table here. That, I love the way it was told firstly yeah, before me we hand out his language. A thump in good time, and just he punched through so many details inside sixty seconds. Incredible. I ju- I know that you're embarrassed about the, the spitty bomb thing. That's why you brushed over it so quickly. But it's very funny. So I'm going to give uh, that an eight. Oof. They just get more common as you get older, don't they? <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. Not yet, sadly. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully. You never have. Oh, I have. Yeah, you told me a story last year where you did. Yeah, I did last year. Okay. Well, but just it we've all been more there. frequent. I Yours think. wasn't an eel spitting at you. It was just, oh, well, it's Wednesday. Why <laughs> that not? That was just bad choices. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Blenna, oh, I think it's incredible. Had everything you wanted in a towel. I think that's a, nine. That's a fat nine for me. You always do this. That's an incredible you yarn. You always do what this. What do you mean? If I go... Even slightly low. You always go higher than me to make me look like an asshole. I'm taking mine back. Mine's a nine as well. It's too late. You already gave an eight. No one it is. Blenna, (laughs) congratulations. Thanks for being part of the Rush Hour, mate. Really appreciate it. No worries, guys. Thanks. Have a good RV. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. No AB today. She's off crook, so producer Luke is filling in, playing the role of woke. You feel awake? (laughs) I'm I'm awake. You're awake (laughs) and here. That's all that matters. If you think you have the best story this state has ever heard, wrestling a crocodile, the wildest night out ever, maybe you stole the street sign for Gladstone, or whatever, 13353. We're not too far from Gladstone today. No, we are going to Rockhampton. we got Trina here. Trina, tell us your story. G'day, g'day. Well, um, I used to work in a small country town hospital called Theodore. Anyway, one night we had a, a very sick patient come into hospital, so we were running out of um, IV giving sets for blood. So I had to do a mercy dash to uh, another small hospital out in the doom docks to pick up some more equipment and blood. Anyway, so on my way back... I was about 10, 15 k's out of Theodore and there was a police sitting on the side of the road. And I thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> so I drove past him and he flashed his light. So I pulled over as usual. He says, oh, you know, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I flashed my badge and said, I'm a nurse. We've got a sick patient in the hospital. I need to get back. So off I toddled. Got back to work. I gave everything to the other nurses and I left. But my... Uh, car is exactly the same car as the hospitals. So I left the hospital driving to the bowls club and I get pulled over by the same policeman again. (laughs) So anyway, so I went down my window and I said, for goodness sake, just whip it out and I'll blow it. Well, (laughs) Uh, the breathalyzer, yep. (laughs) So, So to my surprise, I thought, oh crap. Anyways, oh, my God, that's the best thing I've heard all night. And um, he jumped back into the cop car, and there was another policeman sitting there. And I was watching them, and he must have told the other copper what I said. And the car was just shaking. They were just laughing so much because <laughs> they sort of like one thing you don't want to tell a copper is no. to whip it out and I'll blow it. Yeah. <laughs> Got to the party. <laughs> And I was busy telling everybody. I didn't think it was that funny. But, um, yeah, so then I soon became whip it out and blow it Trina. So so everybody was trying to whip it out so I'd blow it. Yeah, not a good thing. Oh, Trina, that's so good. (laughs) I'm devastated AB's not here today because that was her nickname in high school. Um, Trina, oh. That's right. That's so good. That caught me off guard. Um, I, I, I had to Google Theodore. I'm not going to lie to you. Is it is it in the Shire of Banana? Is that correct? 
Yeah, 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 good old banana. Pretty sure the uh, yeah. the the pub the pub's up for sale at the moment. Yeah, it's very sad. Yeah. I had many a good night. We um, especially after yeah. the floods. Yeah. Oh, I could tell you some good stories there. Well, you hold on to them yeah. for next time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. four hundred and fifty-one. The population as of twenty twenty-one yeah. of of beautiful. Yeah, theater. well, it was the first town in Queensland or in yeah. Australia yeah. that actually got completely evacuated. Wow. Oh. Yeah, the floods. Well, yeah. And another tidbit for us. Thank you so much, Trina. What we're going to do no is, is that's the wrong button. Head along <laughs> to the judges' table. Uh, yeah, now, no worries. This is where we score your tail out of ten. You go first, Luke, because I don't okay. want to. Certainly took a twist I wasn't expecting. Uh, it was it was a very very good story, mm. Trina. I enjoyed it immensely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am giving that nine whip it outs. Nine. <laughs> Oh, I think you're a delight, Trina. From me, you get eight blowers. Eight. Very good. Oh. Thanks for joining the Rush Hour this afternoon. No worries, guys. I just haven't put some smiles on people's faces out there. Ricky and Mackay, it's your turn today, mate. Tell us your story. I was married quite a few years ago, and we had a very good couple of friends, male and female. Oh. And we only lived a few houses away. Right. And on the weekends, there we'd get on a drinking spree. Mm-hmm. Yep. A few rums, a few vodka shots, a few Jager bombs. Yep. And then during, at a high set house with a bit of a veranda, you know, we'd start playing darts and drinking, and during summertime, things got a bit hot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Got on the rent, so. We were there one night and me and my mate, we took our shirts off, you know, nothing to it, just, you know. So we were so, it was that bloody hot and the girls turned around and they said, hey, it's not fair, you boys can take your tops off. And we just looked at the missus and said, well, we're not stopping you. So, you know, a few more drinks and their tops come off and a few more drinks and the shorts come off and a few more drinks, the skirts come off. And so on. So by about midnight, we were all in our birthday suits, playing darts, and a few other things. Prescribe, keep your head below the belt. I mean, above, above, <laughs> Ricky, above. A few, a few things yeah. were happening on the on the brand. Yes, you know, Ricky. Like, yep. Upside down pineapple gear. Yep. Mhm. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. And we had um, some Palm Island neighbours at that stage. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the next afternoon, the old fellow from across the road, the old Palm Island, older, come over and he goes, hey, Rick, he goes, you white fellas are crazy, hey? He goes, we could see everything last night. He goes, it's like a goldfish bowl with your lights on over there. He goes, we're sitting over here cacking ourselves. <laughs> he goes, you white blokes are a wild, eh? He goes... We not seen that before. It was, a, it was like that was it. Next week again, the curtains went up. We're shuffling across, fully clothed. Sticky Ricky. To the don't do that judges table. That is a beautifully told story with an ending that I wasn't expecting. Um, all right, Ricky, we're going to score your your tail out of ten. Ab. So perfect. Mm. It didn't need to have animals or any crazy alien encounters. Yeah. It was just humans. Yeah. It involved rum. It's as Queensland as it gets. Yeah. It's a 10 for me. 10. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, I, 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 there's so much to like about that story, Ricky. You're lucky I was on the air. I would have gave you the uncut version. <laughs> I think producer Luke's done a wonderful job behind the scenes to get the PG version out of you, so shout out to him. Um, Ricky, beautifully told, a, a fantastic ending, everything about that story I love. It was a fantastic ending, thank y- you. He's supposed to told it so well, too. Um, this is hard for you. Ten. <laughs> Ricky. Ricky, after 19 months of searching, I think we found it. That story doesn't get any better. (laughs) That was superb. Beautifully told. The first perfect 10 to ever occur on this show. Congratulations. Thanks, Mike. You know what you win? A pineapple. Uh, no. Uh, Rick, yeah, Ricky, thanks for being part a of the divorce rush hour. <laughs> Sorry, but there's nowhere else. It's I can't not a seven. You just said it's yes not an eight. It's ten. not a nine. It's a ten. 